For today's episode, I'm sharing a wonderful conversation I had with my friend Kay Cote of the Elevated You podcast, where we talk about sharing your story as a way to heal and to connect with your audience. Kay is a professional speaker and was also a fellow speaker at PodFest in January. We both had really powerful experiences sharing pieces of our stories when we spoke at PodFest. Y'all be sure to check out Kay's podcast, Elevated You, and enjoy the episode. I am so excited to talk to you today, Kay. Oh, it's so good to see you again, Kelly, and catch up after getting to know you at PodFest a couple weeks ago. Oh, definitely. We had such a good time at PodFest, didn't we? Yes, it was so crazy. I, I, My head is still spinning because it was just like, I think it catapulted so many of us onto and into our careers as with our podcast, which I think is what people ultimately want to do if they love podcasting to, to do it and be able to do it more full time. Absolutely. What were some of your goals going into PodFest? I had some deep-rooted goals, personal goals, as well as professional goals. I think my number one goal was saying yes to myself, and that's something I struggle with doing. And I just was like, I really know that speaking and podcasting is in my, who I am. And this gave me the opportunity to go for it and to try by giving a speech. And then it also opened up my network to other podcasters as well as really great resources and education. And so I knew for me to level up, I had to make that investment in myself to go. And yeah, that's how I did it. So how about you? What, how, what was your goals for going? I wanted to really be around an amazing community of podcasters because I've been podcasting since 2012, but this was my first in-person event to go to. And I've known podcasters online in that time. And podcasters are like the most generous group of people I've ever known just willing to help and give advice and support each other. It's amazing. And so I wanted to experience that in person. And it just blew my mind how incredible it really was. So that was like goal number one. And then two other goals that were very specific were find awesome guests for my show and to find shows to be a guest on. And uh, so I achieved all of that. It was amazing. And then the personal growth mm-hmm. outside of all of that absolutely happened, like you said, like re-examining what I'm doing with my show, finding out, yes, I'm on track in some areas, and then in other areas, seeing how I can improve. So that was amazing. That's incredible. Those goals are so good. And I felt even like I got a lot of those too. Like I felt like that the people, I mean, we are natural givers. (laughs) We love to share conversation. We love to engage with people. And I thought that was the coolest thing. 
I remember the second we set foot into into the hotel and I was like, these are my people. When we started to see everybody and like connect with people, I was like, these are these are our people because it just resonated so much. So yeah, I absolutely. Really that. Yeah. It just felt so natural. Didn't it? Like yeah. I've been to several business podcast, uh, not podcasts, you know, conferences in the past mm-hmm. and they never felt like this ever. And I've been to yeah. coaching conferences in the past and they never felt like this. This was just an immediate level of comfort. Yeah. That was awesome. That's like the best way to put it. Like I felt like my walls came down right away. You know, when you're you're meeting people and it's kind of like you have to like figure out where you fit in or or who is gonna like you. And coming from like being a person who was chronically bullied, I'm constantly like, ah, what, what's it gonna be like? I walked in and I felt immediately like a sense of acceptance and love. And that's ultimately what I want to give out too. So it felt like, yeah, comfort. Like, yeah. I feel like I'd known people for years and some of them I just met, like you and I just met and yeah. hit it off. And yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it was very cool. And so we both spoke at PodFest. That was so much fun. It was. It was so cool. And like, just to have, I love that we were doing both doing the Pecha Kucha speaking or that the chit chat speaking Yeah, because we could piggyback ideas off each other and fine tune our, our speeches together and like help each other. Yours was so powerful. Like you're telling your story like that was so cool. And I'd love to like touch in, like, what was your inspiration behind your speech? The main inspiration, the the hook is rooted in unflagging courage Mm. and how that phrase came to me during a difficult time in my life. And it came to me while I was painting. I was like, painting the pain away, if you will. Yeah. And I was going through all of this fear at that time. And when that phrase hit me, it was like, I don't have to be fearless. I have to be courageous. Mm. And that really turned everything around for me. And so I grabbed a Sharpie and wrote that phrase on my arm. And when it would wash off after a few days, I would write it again. Mm-hmm. So I just kept writing it. Haven't gotten it tattooed there, but I would just keep writing that for months. I was doing that mm-hmm. until I really got through that period of my life mm-hmm. and came out feeling stronger. And it has stuck with me. It's been five years now. That's incredible. And that is so, it's so powerful because that helped that consistency of that writing and that, you know, whatever we're working through in life, I feel like that could be something to remind ourselves that it's not about being fearless. It's stepping beyond the fear, being courageous to make that next step because you know, in the back of your mind, what the right answer is. And sometimes that right answer means hard work and letting go. And that for I can resonate very personally with that too. So yeah, yeah, your speech was very moving. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. And Mm -hmm. I loved yours. You want to share about the inspiration behind yours? Yes. Well, and thank you so much. It, uh, the inspiration for mine was a lot of my backstory that I recently opened up about. And the whole premise was to help encourage other podcasters that 
if they were like me and not sharing, using their backstory, using part of who they are in their show, they may have a great idea for a show. They may have a great concept. They may have the perfect lineup of guests, yet they're missing a component. This is where I was. I was missing this component of the human nature and like me as not just the host, but also someone with a story. Like there's a reason behind I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so to encourage listeners or encourage podcasters to use their story as a way to connect with their audience and grow their show. Mm-hmm. And my whole backstory recently opened up about was I was chronically bullied for nine years of my life when I was uh, between the ages of five and 14. Mm-hmm. And during those years, those are your years, you're, you're very much shaped in your mindsets, what you believe about yourself. And after I was able to get out of that school system, I carried the internal dialogue that I had been exposed to for so long. And that internal dialogue then influenced me as who I was in my young adult life into my you know, career paths, into relationships, and even into present day because I just completely avoided it. Mm-hmm. I didn't say, I was like, I pushed it under the rug and I didn't do the internal work that I needed to do. So now what I do is help people who've been in any situation like that, whether it be being bullied in a bad relationship, whatever it is, my message to them is we are not the thoughts. The thoughts may always be there, but we are not our thoughts. And to practice what I call mindfulness in action. So it's being Mm -hmm. mindful, recognizing, and taking an action step in the right direction that may be befriending the internal bully, that may be acknowledging what that internal voice says, and then seeing beyond that and taking a step in a different direction, but to be very, take agency over who we are and uh, despite what those inner dialogues are. Mm, That's amazing. That is so powerful. And that is a big focus of your podcast, Elevated You, isn't it? It really is. Elevated You was a rebrand. It was a niche down. I was in the holistic health and wellness space. And I decided to niche down actually before I opened up about like my why, uh, before I knew what my why was, I knew I needed to niche down. And this just naturally came for me because it's something I've been focusing on. Mental fitness, mental well-being, self-love, self-acceptance. Those were things I were focused on. And it's crazy because I didn't know why. I didn't know why. And then I asked, I like put it in the, like asked the universe, why? What is my why? What am I missing? How can I make this show different than any other show I've produced in the past? Mm-hmm. And it hit me. It hit me. I, it hit me hard in a good way. And I was like, I don't want to share about that. I absolutely <laughs> do not want to bring this part of my life up again. Why am I opening up this wound? And honestly, that voice said, you're going to do this. You're going to keep doing this. It's your why. You ask for a why. It's going to be uncomfortable, but you're going to do it. And I kid you not, after I started talking about it, it was like magic. Everything, I got people reaching out to me with their stories. I felt like I had renewed my purpose for why I'm a podcaster in the, to begin with. And I've uh, started my own healing journey and invite my listeners to come on that journey with me and find their own sense of healing. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. I hear you sharing your story, the personal bits, it no matter what the story is, it resonates with people. You find people who share at least parts of it in their own way. And mm-hmm. it is how you engage with people. Absolutely. 
And, you know, back up. And, you know, when I said, I don't want to share that, you know, that little crux of mine that inspired or that triggered being rooted in unflagging courage, it's because it relates to one specific person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I'd be calling them out. And so I shared it in that platform at PodFest. That was the first time I've shared it publicly. And you did a beautiful job of sharing it in a way that was very mindful to, mm-hmm. and like, I, I feel like it allowed how you shared about your own personal story, allowed for the audience to find where they were in that story mm-hmm. too. I personally resonated very, very closely in that story. Mm-hmm. So I love how you share it. And I think you're bringing such goodness to the world by yeah. doing what you do. Yeah, I, you know, because the way that I share it, it could come across as blame and it Mm. could come across as playing a victim. Mm. And so I have to be very careful Mm -hmm. about that. And I do plan on sharing bigger one day, you know, or being more honest about it. I was honest there. So that's the wrong way to phrase it. But I plan on sharing in the future, but right now it's still delicate. For sure. And I completely resonate with that. You know, I think about that too, because the first people that came up in my head when I opened up about this were the people that did the bullying and, Mm -hmm. and the, the, like, it's a very small town and Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things. They were the first people that came up in my head and like, Oh, what are they going to think about it? Right. And, um, it, you know, I had some encouragement along the way. There was a beautiful soul, woman I know, who was also in that same school as me. And after I shared my very first post about being bullied, and it was just on Instagram, I just randomly saw something that resonated with me and it was about bullying. And I posted it and I shared, this is my experience. She wrote me and she said, I am so sorry I didn't stick up for you all those years. And that like touched my soul because she was always really a sweet person. Like she never bullied me. Mm-hmm. And we were so young that nobody really knew what it was or what to do. Right. And she, for her to reach out and say that, like validated that my feelings were authentic and that, yeah, this was really rough. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't something that just happened every once in a while. It was every single right. day. I like would fear of what was going to be said. Wow. And so for her to reach out showed me that like the right people will find that this resonates with them. Yeah. And um, I need to not worry and let those like inner bullies tear me down. And, Absolutely. You know. And you have a great point there about how when we're sharing our story, we naturally, and I think especially as women, we naturally think about how sharing our story is going to affect the the I'll say characters in yeah. the story, you know, yeah. those other people who were part of it. Mm-hmm. I have a very dear friend, Denise D, who does this, these workshops or short courses called Tell Your Story. Mm. And she helps people write bits of their story in a powerful way and to in part to help them understand themselves more. And that is a key thing she teaches. Don't worry about how the other people would react. Mm, It's your story. 
Mm-hmm. When it's our story, they are essentially characters in the story. We have the right to tell our story. Yeah, 100%. And here I'm not listening fully to that message. No, I did. I got her input mm-hmm. on my script, if you will. Mm-hmm. Before I told it at Podfest. And my original version was weak. Like she told me, I don't feel your pain. Mm -hmm. And so I rewrote the whole thing, the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. She gave amazing input on that. I I might need to connect with her because I would like to be able to share more as well. Cause Mm -hmm. I, even in my speech, you know, thinking about it, I didn't share a lot about that, Mm -hmm. about the actual experience. I kind of brought it into my three points. Of course, Granted, we had five minutes. Right. right. (laughs) It wasn't like a keynote. Right. But that's where she excels. It's like in this in this course, in the workshop, it lasts a few weeks. She's helping people write a very short story. Very short. And so she wants it compact and for you to get that your real feelings across Mm -hmm. with an economy of words. Yeah. So she was perfect to help me do this. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I might need to connect with her too. Cause that, that is something I want to hone in on. Cause I want to do a lot of public speaking about yeah. my experience and I want it to come off in a way that's like inspiring and open and, yes. and share a little pain and yeah. like maybe cry. Like, yeah, exactly. Why not? <laughs> exactly. All without sounding like a victim. Exactly. And that's really key to her as well. And key mm-hmm. for our audiences we should be able to share our story in a way that expresses, I was really hurt. Mm -hmm. I felt this pain and you want the audience to understand that pain, Mm -hmm. but not say victim me, victim me, victim me. Yes. A hundred percent. I think that's a great way to put it and to, to be able to do that. And it's, you know, it kind of brings me back to, you know, maybe even in this last couple decades, I wasn't ready to mm. be the warrior. I was mm-hmm. still the victim. And yeah. maybe it, you know, the timing, I always, I've been beating myself up. I'm like, you've been doing this for three years and you never shared your story. It's like, well, maybe I wasn't ready yet. Maybe yeah. that part of me just wasn't, I was not as confident as I am now and able to take the heat or even the heat of my own self, that inner bully. Yeah, And now I'm there. And so it's empowering. So I think that journey that we're all on to honor where we're at and know that it is going to grow and we're going to keep fine tuning. And, you know, we can be the victim at sometimes, you know, like that's like we went through something really traumatic and then we grow. So exactly. Yeah. Great Mm. point. Yeah. Good conversation. Yeah, it's going well. <laughs> and and good and good lessons for anyone sharing their story, whether it's a blog, mm-hmm. video, podcasting especially, that and even a podcast like mine, which is how to use podcasting as a marketing tool for your business. Love that. It's still, you know, it can be boring if you don't share yourself in it. So this is so true. And I love that you said that too, because that your podcast is very different than the content you gave at Pecha Kucha at PodFest. Yes. But it's like that, that's another reminder that we have so many different facets to who we are. 
Yeah. And there's different things that we are working through that we can share about. And that's mm-hmm. really cool that you can tap into your abilities, like, and you're probably your pain points growing as a podcaster mm-hmm. and helping to educate yourself and others through your podcast. So that is another facet of your story as you as a podcaster mm-hmm. and marketer. Yeah. And so that's like, that's the important thing too, is I think one thing I talked about was how, what parts of our story do we want to use and what is our audience? Who is our audience? And so we can tap into different, different pools of who we are Mm -hmm. to share on different topics. And so that's really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And when it would be most appropriate Mm -hmm. to share which stories and what's the desired effect and Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I'm still working on that, like in my solo episodes, because if I have an episode on how to name your podcast, I, I shared a story in there about how my first ex-husband and I named our first kid, our daughter. Mm -hmm. And that was totally appropriate and was cute and relevant. Yeah. But, you know, there's no pain in that, which is fine. Not every story has to be painful, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so, and and it wasn't, but I thought that was appropriate. But, you know, some other purely informational episodes, I haven't always put in a story. Yeah, Like I haven't found a way for all of them. And so then I published it. I'm like, oh gosh, this was just information, you know? So Mm -hmm. I do have to get better about that. It's a journey. It's yeah. it's a journey we're all on. That's like the same here. Like that was, I feel like my podcast had great information. I shared other people's stories and now finally opening up about my own Yes, and three years into it, you know? Yeah. So it's like giving yourself lots of grace and yeah. know that everything is happening. And now it's like we, now we're putting this episode out to help others, whoever, if they're podcasters or not, just to, to tune into who you are through mm-hmm. your story, use mm-hmm. bits of your story. Your story can also be skill sets. Mm-hmm. So that's super cool too. You can use your story to hone in on skills or say to yourself, wow, I've been through XYZ before and now I'm going through XYZ, which is a little bit different, but it's so it's challenging me. Yeah. Yet I can tap into these skill sets to solve and resolve what I'm handling now. Yeah. So it's all like a minute, it's all like flow. It's all like this kind of yarn ball in our minds of things connect to one another and we can use our stories and experiences to help help educate ourselves in what to do next with new challenges. Very true. And when you got back from PodFest, you got the opportunity to share your story in a very cool way. You share about that? Yes. Uh, so this was so much fun. And so let me set the story because <laughs> since we're on the theme, I got back from Pod Fest and I was back in Austin, Texas. And a couple of days after I got back, we had a huge ice storm. It was freezing ice. It looked like Narnia pretty much. <laughs> there was ice on the trees. It looked like kind of like frost, but it was ice and it was heavy. And so trees were coming down. Power lines were coming down. 140,000 people were without power for at least 24 hours. Mm. And I had an interview with the news oh <laughs> during gosh. all of this. TV. TV. I was on TV. So 
my power went out and I was went stayed with a friend and I've forgotten. I was like, oh my goodness, I have an interview the next day. Cause with all the rigmarole of everything, I was like, just got back. I knew it was in my it was in my calendar. Yet I just packed bare minimum of everything to go over there. And so I had like minimum makeup, no change of clothes, no hair stuff. I was, you know, I was literally gonna be there until the power came back on. And I woke up the next day, put myself to together the best I could. And I was in their spare bedroom holding my phone and I got on with uh, the North Dakota Today show out of Fargo, North Dakota, my old hometown. I just moved from Fargo to Austin a couple of months ago. And we got on and we nailed that interview. And I felt like the adversity that was like I was faced with kind of challenged me and it kind of fueled me to prepare for that interview. And it was so awesome to stay connected with that community because that community, North Dakota really is what gave me my leg up. I feel like I started my first business there, started my first show there. It was, I'm always happy to be able to touch base with the people that helped me create who I am today. Mm. And so to be able to talk to, to the show, despite all the crazy that went on, pulled it off, and they uh, did a great interview. And that can be found at their website, NorthDakotaToday.com. ValleyNewsLive.com. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I thought it looked fabulous. You came across so well. And they did a great job like editing it, putting in clips from PodFest and all mm. of your photos and things. It was really great. Thank you. It, uh, yeah, that was a blast. Yeah. And it was just so cool, too, because at PodFest, people were telling you, you should be on TV. You get back home and whammo, you are on TV. That was so cool. (laughs) You know, it's so funny because I set an intention for 2023 or goal. And I, I like to set my intentions kind of off kilter, like they're a little different. Like I'll pick a word. And then I pick a phrase and then I pick kind of an intention. And so my word is omnipresent. I want Ooh. to be, I want to be here in Austin present as well as nationwide and, and still connect with, with Fargo. So I pick a really weird word like that. Like last year, my word was autonomous or not autonomous. It was, yeah, autonomy, like having autonomy over my life. And then my phrase is uh, to be impeccable with my words which nice. is comes from the four agreements book. Yeah. Great book. And my duty or my, what I want to do more of is if I see a stage and I can be on it, get on it. And I love that. <laughs> oh it, my gosh. it honestly came so true at PodFest. Like I was on for Pecha Kucha and then I was on stage five other times doing either dancing, really bad karaoke or <laughs> some other thing. And so I feel like it's, again, it's like a manifestation or it's an ask. And if it, if it aligns with your purpose, it will happen. And so that's just been kind of my goals. I <laughs> love it. That is so great. Yeah, I do a word of the year, but I love that, adding a phrase and an intention like that or a motivating, yeah, statement for a sentence. That's really great. Yes. What is your word of the year? I love hearing people's intentions. Oh my gosh. Consistency. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, because 
for the longest time, I did not like, I thought I didn't like consistency. Mm-hmm. Like I would just want to get up and plan my day that day. I didn't like having things on my calendar. I didn't like standard operating procedures. Mm-hmm. And for y'all who listen to this show regularly, you know now that I love systems and standard operating procedures. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm not great about them in my regular life, but in my business, I am really good about them. And especially with my podcast, oh, just an absolute stickler about them. I did a talk at Pod Talks in January all about systematizing your podcast. I am just passionate about it. But so there's still things like social media, totally inconsistent, totally inconsistent. And Mm -hmm. just with other things in my life, totally inconsistent, like exercising. Nope, inconsistent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my word for this year. And I'm and I still haven't gotten there. I mean, it's, you know, February, so it's okay that I'm, you know, I, I've got the year. I want it to happen before the end of the year. I'd like it to happen before the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. But I'm being gentle. But yeah. That's a tough one. I, I can relate to you. I can totally relate because like I'm consistent in some things. Like I get an episode up every week or mm-hmm. I have been bi-weekly since PodFest, but now it's going to be every week as well as just like trying to be consistent with other things too. Like admin is one I struggle with, Mm -hmm. but like for me, the gym is something I do daily or twice a day because it like Mm -hmm. really helps my mental space. And so there's got to be a way. I was actually just on an interview with a, a gentleman, a friend of mine who is a, he's a life coach. And he talked about this and it's like him and I were talking about, how we can like tether or like use the skills we learned in one consistency Mm -hmm. to fuel the next. It's so challenging though. Cause like I, I struggle with like studying and I'm in Mm. two different courses right now Mm. and doing training. And that's where I struggle. I just want to be in front of everybody. I want to be like, like networking. That's my jam, but it's like, now I need to do the deep work and the admin. And that for me has been the biggest struggle. So like, Yeah. yeah. I, I hear you. you. It's challenging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's that phrase that people would say all the time back when I was doing coaching programs, life coaching, business coaching and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they would always say the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. I 100% disagree with that. It's it's so hard. And that's what right. I've been finding because that's what I've been trying to do. And I'm like, yeah, training is way different than... No. If I'm doing something I love, then I can do it consistent. But if I'm doing something I'm trying to learn to love, it's way different. That that learning curve is just like really tough. Right. And Mm -hmm. everything brings a different energy with it. Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. I am great about being consistent with my podcast, except for the social media part, because Mm -hmm. that feels different. There are different tasks involved with it, most of which I adore. I do not adore social media. Yeah. And and so that's harder for me to do consistently, even though I have notes and reminders for me to do it. Yeah, same. But, I mean, I put it a time block and it's like Yes, <laughs> me too. Me too. But then I find something that I love to do. And then there was that whole book from what was it, the nineties, Eat That Frog or Eat the Frog or something like that. Yeah. Or was that a phrase from a book? I don't remember. You're yeah. supposed to do the hardest thing first thing in the day. 
And then I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, but it's not time to post to social media yet. And I know I could use a scheduler. And so I should go back to do that. But anyway, you know, yes, excuses. But you see, the way I do one thing is not the way I do everything. So and, and that phrase came from, if you do one thing badly, then that means you're doing everything badly. BS. Oh, yeah. No. I agree I am with not. that. Yeah. I, I agree with you there. Like it's, I think that the word that I've really enjoyed to integrate into my thoughts lately with anything in life is the word nuance because it allows okay. like everybody is different and mm-hmm. I'm different day to day, even like I'm not the same K as I am as say, if I'm hydrated, I've worked out, I ate well. And then the next day, like all went to crap. I'm a different K that day. I'm like my, I'm brain fogging. I'm like, and depending on hormones, like whatever it may be, the word nuance, I think is allows us to have that grace with ourselves as we are on a learning curve and know that we can chip away as long as we're chipping away and we're trying and we're making sincere, honest effort towards our goals and setting milestones and markers and having accountability partners. Mm-hmm. I think that's like that word nuance. It just allows us to have grace with ourselves as well as others who are on their journey too. That's a great point. Yeah. I love that. Wish I could <laughs> say I came up with it myself. I stole it from Drew Perowit. He's a podcaster. Surprise! <laughs> 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 Shout out Drew. He was actually the one podcaster that inspired me to podcast. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. We all need grace. We all need grace. So what do you do and how can people find you? Oh, I love this question. I am a full-time podcaster and public speaker. And I would love for people to check me out at kcote.com. That's K-A-Y-C-O-T-E.com. As well as on Instagram, you can follow my personal handle, which is the Kote. And Instagram, my professional, my podcaster's handle is at elevatedyou.podcast. Feel free to check out my show, Elevated You. I'm on all platforms. And if you're looking for someone to speak or do live podcasting at your next event, uh, hit me up. My email is hello at kcote.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. 